0: It's about the world. Do
1: we really have that much fun on this podcast? Like, I, I just realized I like, was laughing, but I feel like we've had way more tense moments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you edited <laughs> it Yes, yeah, so right, I, right. I think you, you only picked <laughs> the happy moments.
1: I mean, make everybody feel welcome to come in as soon as they cut it off. the fun
2: moments, you know? It's like Papa Wendez said, man. Life right, is all right. right Everything else no, is just waiting.
0: To the
1: one about um, Christmas gifts, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just I just seen an old I comment. Of Christmas. I just seen an old comment like that. I don't even know. I don't even know where it. Like it just was already there from however many weeks ago. And I read it, and it was like it was that episode. And it was like Rudy, you're beating a dead horse. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you. And I, I like the comment. I was like, "Yeah, I like that <laughs> I
2: think you were well, Jehovah's man. Witness or something.
1: Yeah, No, man. Nah, man. I don't even. I don't even know. I just Jehovah's Witness. I only thing I know about them is people be aggravated with them because they be showing them to you draw on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah, always yeah, my. In
2: celebrating Christmas or birthdays or anything like oh, that. Oh, I'm aware of
1: that, man. Listen, yeah. we be lit on. We be lit on all them holidays. You know what I'm saying? We just. We just get gifts on one of them. <laughs> Either way, um, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we went on to our own conversation. Shout out to all my uh, my uh, right. uh, hosts here, my, my compadres. We got uh, Janessa with the with the fire background, as yeah. always, um, always leading the charge. Uh, Terry Wayne, um, you know, your background's popping as well, I guess and
0: uh <laughs> the picture's well, uh, not there today
2: i had to, I had to switch to, what office to the this picture? week because I, I thought it was i thought we went back to six but we're apparently at seven so i had to switch some things around so back in the office
1: gotcha gotcha we got kelly lee here uh munching on mute
2: <laughs> that's
0: actually a really good idea i'm waiting to eat because i didn't want to you know
2: be- <laughs> At least she's got the blue corn That's chips. That's a good
0: idea, Cassie. You know? I was starving. <laughs> I was
2: starving. Well, you did the, you did the right thing with the blue corn chips. They're so much better I than they
3: were, I, they were better than the white corn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or yellow corn. I don't What's know what you're trying to imply there, but
1: you know. <laughs> are they are they are they is that their natural color or is that like is that like some type of dye or something? I'm asking no, no. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Like
1: no, it's, organic, really good. it's actually blue. Organic ground blue corn. Blue okay. <laughs> organic organic crayon. <laughs> it's an organic crayon mashed up in there. It's like wax and mm-hmm. stuff. I know kids mark it when I was in elementary school. Very disturbing. Anyways, uh, welcome guys to the show, Terry, uh, Kelly, and, and Janessa, as well as anybody who's listening. Uh, we got faithful listeners out there. My mom and my sisters is two of them. Uh, so shout out to them. You know what I'm saying. You gotta, you know, you gotta show love to your fans, even if you know. Them I am right. these
2: people. You know um, what
1: I'm
2: saying. Um, I'm Rudy friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I getting ready to say? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, we, you know, we come here, man. We're PKs for those of y'all who are just watching this for the first time, and you know, we basically come here and just uh, open up about our points of views as far as you know, growing up in the church. Uh, some of us grew, grew up in black churches, white churches. I went to white churches, definitely different than black churches, even on time difference. Uh,
2: <laughs> one hour. And there is Sharp. Black churches are more fun,
1: to be
2: honest. I went,
1: like, I, I went to a white church with one of my friends when I was younger. We literally, in an hour, had worship service and Sunday school. <laughs>
0: I believe it. They yeah. are timely. Right. I'm talking about singing we
2: in,
1: we
0: get it done a sermon. It
1: oh, no, listen to I'm, me. Singing a sermon. Yep. Everybody transition to yes. like church announcements. Transition to your classroom. Yep. Sunday school gone. I'm talking about in an hour. I'm not I even joking. <laughs> I, I believe, believe it. it. And this is not I a small it. church. This is a this is a fairly decent sized right. church.
0: Listen, was this in California?
1: No, no, this was in uh Georgia. This is in Garner. Yeah, yeah. This was in
2: Georgia. No, even, even my dad, my my dad's all fire and brimstone, right? And when he gets rolling, he can go and go and like yeah. he's a revival preacher. Like he'll go forever. Right. Uh, but even about an hour, he's like, All right, well, I, I know y'all are antsy to get out of here. And he'll wrap it up, right? Then yeah. I don't know what <laughs>
1: gotcha gotcha yeah man um but anyway man you know we've we've had our our experiences uh have, have any of y'all ever went to a church i mean I'm, i guess i'm speaking more or less to the ladies because i know me and Terry kind of expressed ours as far as just outside of a black church it don't have to be white it could have been anything else uh or even if it is black was it like like african you know or jamaican because like my dad's church is next door to i think an african church and they service sounds a little different than I <laughs> like you know it's the same like they say we're talking to the same God, but I'm just saying the way we go about it is different, so that's yeah. what I'm asking uh Jeanette, we can start with you
0: yeah, I've been to uh white churches, um Catholic churches that are both black or and or white um I've been to are actually my dad's church, we twinned with the church in Ghana. So I've seen a couple of mm-hmm. their services, um, and that's interesting because they do have their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But then they also seen, you know, mm-hmm. the Kurt Franklins and the oh, yeah. red Hammonds, yeah. and <laughs> you know, with for their sure. own little twist to it. So for it's sure. like, hey, okay, for sure. Um, I think one of my, I want to say it's my favorite church because I was really young. I don't know how like the pastor was, but like you know, visibly in California, there was a church that like, I don't know, the pulpit open and it was outdoors. Like literally it was just, I think it was like crystal cathedral or I don't know the name of it, but that church was beautiful. And it was a very majority, you know, you said outdoor meaning like behind him was outdoor or it's like the windows behind the pulpit open. To the outdoors. But that's what
1: I'm saying. But, but, but y'all are sitting inside, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you first said it, I thought you meant like it was an outside service. Like y'all were outside and he comes like from in the, out the building, like, and it like splits open. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But
0: like birds can fly yeah. in. Like it's very, like, it was a different experience.
1: Wait, but birds flew in, or you just said it uh-huh. flew? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was where?
0: In California. I wish I knew the name. It was Crystal something.
1: Oh in the white church. White, predominantly uh-huh. white
0: church. Uh, uh-huh. My Where dad about? makes it an effort. Like he makes it a thing. Whenever we go out of town somewhere, we have to go to somebody's church. And he does not, <laughs> you know, he don't discriminate. White, yeah, right. black, whatever. Oh. So that was the church we picked he picked when we went to California. And there's plenty of churches in California. So, you know, it was a good experience.
1: That's right.
0: Sorry. Go ahead, Kelly.
1: Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, go ahead, Kelly.
3: <clears throat> so when I lived in Delaware, I used to go to a um, predominantly white Christian church. Um, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, you got singing, good word, and then you were out in about 45 minutes. If you're late, you've missed it. you missed a lot. Um, I mean, you missed I'm completely late. <laughs> so I show up just in time for the last song, and we transition right into the sermon. Um, so yeah, no, I've enjoyed that. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to a Catholic church. I have been to a couple of black churches where the spirit of the Lord um apparently does not enter the service until our hour three um so you have... <laughs> <laughs>
0: the holiness and <in> the Pentecostal. <laughs>
3: You know, he, he
0: doesn't even enter into you there, hour three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start starting
1: in the morning and they end in the... in the... In the, what's the right. Late in the midnight hour. Right.
2: Wait, one, when, I, when God's going to turn around. That's when
1: God's going to turn around. <laughs> yeah. right. But we ain't, well, we're not going to start early in the... We're going to start early in the morning. So you got to stretch it. Exactly. All <laughs>
3: exactly, yeah. I've been to a, a variety of churches. I do appreciate... A good hour, fifteen minute service.
1: Um, yeah. Can I stop you? Real, can I stop you real quick? Did, when you were in Delaware, what did you experience? Multiple churches there, or did, did you hit the white church and that was it? Because I, because in my mind, correct me if I'm wrong. I just, when I hear Delaware, I just feel like it's a very white state. And I'm not saying that to be like, like downing white people. I'm just saying I, I can't imagine it's a high population of, of black people in Delaware. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know.
3: Probably more black people than you imagine. There's a hood and a ghetto and you know, there's black folks in the city. Um, and they're building up Delaware a lot. When I saw uh President Biden's speeches from Delaware,
0: wait, there's black um, the folks past,
3: in the like Delaware?
0: Huh? Right.
3: I thought Terry said say something, yeah. Um, so so yeah, I went to a, a, a variety, but I will say this the predominantly white, well, the predominantly black churches were much smaller than the predominantly white churches. For sure. Um, Like, I didn't, like, I may have found the biggest black church, a couple of hundred members. Um, You know, if I wanted to go to a a large church, um, it was definitely predominantly white. Mm
0: -hmm. But
3: I went to a lot of churches um, because I couldn't find one that really just fit me as as well as... um, my dad's church at the time, so I guess that's where I had gone mostly um, right. or my uncle's dad's church um but yeah, so I went to a good variety, but most of the time I went to this predominantly white church because I just appreciated we were in and out forty five fifty minutes
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: why, why is
2: like
3: that
0: that,
2: i I agree with what you're saying, Kelly, but why is that that black churches are always seem to be so much smaller? Uh, specifically because that building fund is always going
1: well. That's but see, that's but but that's a that's 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 still regional because in Atlanta, there's yeah. a lot of big black churches, and I mean a lot. And I'm listen to me, I mean a lot of big
2: I black. Can, churches. I, I can assume you're in the Bible Belt and it's one of the and, black that's
1: what I'm and, it's a, and it's a heavy and it's a heavy black population. So, what I'm saying is like, um. That's why even in Delaware, that's what makes me think like she, I get what you mean by there's probably more than what I would imagine, but it's still a small population, which then results in why the churches are so small, because I mean, it's not even enough people, you know what I'm saying? Because even in the black church, there's a thousand denominations or ways of thinking, you know what I'm saying? So everybody not even trying to be all in one church in the first place. If, If they all came together, it would just be one big black church, but Instead, well, it's not even that, everybody wants to kind
2: of have their own little churches and whatnot. If they would all congregate them together, they could just do everybody
1: one. called individually. It's about everybody yeah, called
2: do, like one mega church, like a Black Joel Olstein or I mean, yeah, no, but you know, or, or you Dollar, think- who we're going to be talking about later. But right,
3: oh, um, you got to think about this too. Like you said, the, the building fund is always going. You know, but it- tithes and offering, you're only bringing a certain amount of money, then then your church is never really going to, you know, you're not going to have the money to kind of grow outside of
2: that. Um,
3: That I felt in Delaware, um, like I said, most of the black churches that I attended were much smaller um, than a couple of the white ones. Yep. Mm
1: -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, speaking of uh, big churches, have any of you guys ever attended personally i I already know the answer in the, in the sense of heard of or seen on YouTube. Whatever. we've all seen people who, or or heard about people who fit this category. But have you ever been a member, or even just say if you were at, in college somewhere, and you just well, y'all kind of went to college at home, but you were just going to a, a you know a church temporarily until you went back to your home church. But have you ever been a part of a ministry where, like? like the like the preacher was like uh what do they call them like a uh what do they call them the uh what they call them a certain type of preacher like the
2: televangelist
1: no, no no but not telling it has nothing to do with t- being on TV doing it but like they call them like the uh um, the pro- prosperity preachers That's not like the prosperity preacher. like they like yeah, yeah. so I the, heard the prosperity ministry yeah right. so and they, they 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 preach it like you know in whatever form or fashion Toward you know for their congregation, but as well as themselves, like they balling. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, and I'm not judging how they get any money. I'm just saying. But have y'all ever personally? Before we get into just talking about it in oh, our broad that. experiences, have you ever personally like attended a church like that?
2: Uh, yeah. I've I've heard the prosperity ministry. To me, it always sounds like the same thing. You're gambling on your own faith. You but know,
1: don't go there yet. I'm asking. Before we go there, have you personally ever attended a church that that was? Yeah. You say yeah, yeah, you have.
2: Yeah, uh, I, but, I mean there there are a few there are a few religious institutions that I haven't been to before. Uh, like Kelly was talking about how quick uh, white churches are—they just get in, get get it done, get out. Efficiency. You know who the worst is? Um, have you ever been to a Jewish temple before? No. It's forever, okay? Just settle in, because you're not going anywhere. It's way more <laughs> than black churches or Catholic mass. I've been to Catholic mass. I was married in a Catholic church, uh, you know, in another life, but... I was like, wait a minute. I
0: was about to the, say, when did you, did you get... Was I was like, did we know this? this? <laughs>
2: <Huh>? <laughs> where's, his,
0: where's your wife? Yeah, you we can can were drop just drop like, what?
2: My ex-wife. This is my ex-wife. I, I was married in a Catholic church in Germany. <laughs> uh And the church was older than this country is, so you know like they they keep up their like they they 're big on tradition and they don 't tear down churches, so this church was like three hundred and twenty years old uh you know it 's very ornate, very pretty, and whatnot but the point I was trying to make was like if you if you don't want to be in service forever, never convert to Judaism because those people just go on and on. Oh my god! Like, you ever been to a bar mitzvah? It's like four hours. It's crazy. Okay, but,
1: but, but Terry, but Terry, but go go back this way towards the question. Okay? And you, right. <laughs> go back this way towards the question. What I'm saying, if, if you've had a personal experience with being a member of that type of church, that's oh no, I've
2: I've, I've been to the service. I was definitely not a member, but okay. it was. It was it, that's what I'm saying uh, before. It's like gambling on your faith is because uh, the, a lot of the prosperity ministries, they just preach seed faith, you know, which mm, right, uh, right. seed faith, like, give your money to God, give your money to the church, mm-hmm. and then it'll come back to you fourfold. And it's like, mm. yeah, they probably won't, though. I mean, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just don't believe in seed faith. I don't believe in the prosperity ministry. I believe if you're a good person, and God will bless you, and uh, you know. But that that don't save the sheep from the wolves, you know.
1: But are but are the are the wolves blessed or are they cursed?
2: Well, there there's some. Listen, there are some people out there that are genuine and they're doing good work and they're trying to do good work. But yeah, there's definitely some wolves out there too.
1: But I, no, no, I know there's wolves. But I'm asking, are the wolves successful?
2: Are they successful? Yeah, like yeah. I, do, I do, do. The wolves have prosperity. Yeah. Well, wolves are usually successful. Yes. Well,
1: I'm, I'm, the reason why I'm asking is because you said all you gotta do is just be a good per, good person and God to bless you. But I'm saying, but there's people out there who are bad people and they are blessed. What?
2: What I? Yeah, but what I mean by wolves is it's the people that are taking advantage of the good nature of faith. I,
1: I, no, no, no. I'm clear on that. I'm I'm clear. I'm not I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is is that. You saying that I'm not and I'm not even trying to convince you other, convince you otherwise of what you believe. I'm just saying that you said that you don't believe in the seed faith. So you, you just feel like as as long as you're a good person, God will bless you. And what I'm saying is, but there are bad people, there are people who are not good people who are living a blessed life. I'm not I'm not saying whether God blessed them or not.
2: This is where we're going to argue because it depends on what your idea of a blessing is. All right. What I mean by bless you is he'll give you a good life, a happy life, a fulfilled life. Uh, Not necessarily, you know, the latest Yeezys or a private jet. I'm just saying, like, but I'm saying there's people who are bad
1: people who have that same life you're talking about.
2: Okay. But. Life where life here or life beyond? Because it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the game of heaven, right?
1: But I, that's, that is a, a scripture, yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that once again, believe what you believe. I'm not even arguing what you said, I'm just questioning what you said, more or less. Like you're saying that this is definitely not a waste So the seed the see like sowing the seed and then getting a return, paying your tithe, getting a return. That's completely right. out of the question. But you're saying that, but if on the other hand, as long as you're a good person, then God will bless you. And what I'm saying is I know good people who yeah. at least in my eyes are, you know, have, have had bad things happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's their health, whether it's losing people. And I'm not saying all every good person I know, but I'm saying there are good people who have, it, what I would consider a bad life. Now, how how right. them and God handled it, and were they you know appreciative of what it is that they had? You know what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, but I okay. would I wouldn't, I wouldn't about- want that for them. You feel what I'm saying? But, okay. but hold on, hold, on, hold on one second. Right. But I'm saying, then I also know bad people uh-huh. who 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 do have who you know. And I'm not saying they don't have anything that ever happens wrong in their life, but I'm saying, but like they have you know just say financial freedom, whether it is they have good health, they have a good family, whatever the case may be, and, they, and they're bad people. Now, will they go to hell once they die or whatever? Sure, but what I'm talking about here on earth. Like, if, it, okay. if I thought it was as simple as just being a good person, then there would be, like, everybody good would be good on, on the blessing side, and everybody bad would be bad, but that's just not always the case.
2: Think about it this way. Here's a good example, right? Like I've known a lot of people in my life, I know billionaire drug addicts, right? That you would call successful because they got all that money, but they live in agony every single day. But I also know people that have had children that come out with disabilities or they come out with, uh, you know, just physical deformations and whatnot, but what ends up happening is those disabilities end up bringing their families closer together, their marriages get stronger, all of a sudden, you're fulfilled in a way that doesn't matter about what's in your bank account. And that's, that's what I think that a, a lot of people have lost is like, success does not equal what car you drive. Okay. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I yeah, think I mean, you know, I, I, I've never you know, said way that. too money hungry these days. Way too obsessed. Way too worried about, you know, the possessions they have. They they miss the real trick, man. They miss the big happiness. That's all. So it's got just you. a it's a difference of definition about what success is.
1: No, no, you. no, we're on the same page. I, but it's it's fine. Go ahead, Kelly. What you got? You been a member.
0: Well,
3: um, No, so I actually um, have only been a member of my family's church um, officially. So I've gone to other churches consistently, but I have never joined another church. I will always.
1: So then let's ask this: Have the leads been prosperity and people out of their money? Huh? Y'all, y'all been been over there? (laughs) Y'all been over there on private jets? Huh?
2: Leaving the the
1: projects? (laughs) You're getting
3: a little out of pocket,
2: Rudy. I'm just kidding. So, I'm
3: just kidding. No, I no, um, just I have kidding. been to a church <clears throat> that I felt like um had the makings of a prosperity church. Like I could definitely see where the pastor wanted to be, um, <clears throat> who probably wanted to be the pastor with the private jets and you know the Lamborghinis or you know whatever. Um, I went to the church for a couple. I mean, on and off for a couple of years. Um, while I lived in Delaware and I found that to me, the church just didn't really grow. Um, because he was more of a, you know, have you ever like during tithes and offering or the benediction or the pastor says, Oh, the Lord is telling me that five people want to give um, $200. <laughs> nope. Yep. You know, and then you kind of stay in prayer, and you know, and the praise team is singing in the background, you know, until those five people stand up, you know, to say that. I've and,
1: always known he was never talking to me when he said
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jesus never gave me a stock tip in
2: life. Okay, <laughs> right. one stock tip from Jesus.
3: <laughs> right. I remember one time it may have been 40, 50 people in the congregation. We had already done tithes and offering. And so then the pastor goes, Oh, the Lord's telling me 30 people still want to give. You know, one Hmm. person wants to give a thousand, two, five hundred, four, two, fifty. I'm like, It's only 40 of us in it. Like, (laughs) what? And we, where they coming from?
2: (laughs) We're checking. That's me, too. Cover, okay. Just charge a cover, yeah. and then it's fine. Everybody puts in twenty, and we go in. Oh, we Pat, everybody. It, cool.
3: I got to the point where I just sat down because I know you. That I mean, like I'm not included. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <Right.
2: laughs> hey, look, Jesus overturned the money ta- uh, the money changers in the temple for a right. reason. Yeah. yeah. So, what right. What you got? So, yeah. you know? Oh, he I'm sorry. I my bad, Kelly.
3: Go ahead. Um, I definitely felt like he had the makings, and that's kind of where he wanted to go. Mm.
0: Um,
3: yeah, nope, I wasn't with it. But I'm sorry. Go ahead, Janessa.
0: No, um, it's kind of with like you, Kelly. I haven't been a member anywhere else. However, I have been to a lot of churches. Um, <laughs> even even like if we are gonna be honest. We've had some preachers, ministers come to New Beginning and do exactly what you just said, Kelly. Um, or at the full gospel com- uh, conferences or um, the National Baptist conferences. Like Absolutely. I haven't, like you said, I haven't gone and like continuously gone, but I've been in enough church services to spot one from a mile away. Um, and I think the most... Prominent one I remember, and Rudy, you might have been there. Was at the Superdome in New Orleans with Benny Hinn, really? and he was swinging that jacket and knocking out like whole sections. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, he was doing the. Oh gosh, I have to spoil it. He was doing the <laughs> <tongue>. <laughs> and I remember. I just remember some of some of our uh, youth leaders. That was just. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what it was, but then as I got older and kind of you know read up on what Benny Hinn was talking about, I was just oh like, Oh, but I want to say he recently like renounced yeah. prosperity, um, preaching, yeah. But when I first came across to him, he was swinging that jacket and laying out <laughs> whole sections in the superdome <laughs> in New Orleans,
2: yeah. <laughs> People, yeah, well you know, know, I was uh, Rudy, there there's a preacher out there in LA. Uh last time I was out there, I was watching his commercials on television, uh where he's selling uh the he, he's selling the blessing oil, you know, oh. on
1: on TV. About Peter Popoff. Who Peter Popoff?
2: Who sold a little I, I, the, I, I the the Holy water just, package
0: or whatever? Yeah, the white yeah,
1: the white, exactly. white white dude with clean face, black hair.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, only yeah. out there. I haven't seen it anywhere else. It was only in LA that I saw those uh those infomercials. Like no, it, but that's the heard. door you open up when when you talk about prosperity faith, that's the door you open up. You open it up to the Joel Olsteins and the, the Creflo dollars and where they're like, Oh, I'm just gonna have a, a fifteen million dollar jet or I'm gonna have this ranch out in this place and that out in this place. And I mean like I don't know, so, man. It's so, just—it's kind of disgusting to me when I see. So let like me ask you, do, you, do, you,
1: do you think that every just say pastor with uh just say that size of a church, you think all of them are just in the wrong? I guess is the best way I can ask it to be broad.
2: No, I'm asking you. I, I think that I think that where much is given, much is required. And, like, for instance, when the hurricanes hit Texas, and Joel Olstein wouldn't open his church for for hurricane victims uh you know much is given much is required, so yeah it's not it's not how prosperous you are that makes you wicked. What makes you wicked is what you do with your prosperity, you know, do you want to help some people do you I don't
3: know
0: you still
1: shaking your head? Yes, Rudy. Can you hear him? And I can't. I, no, I, I, God, <laughs> don't shut him up!
0: <laughs> like he's froze, froze. Hey, God
1: was like, you better stop talking about my preachers.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's still frozen. <laughs> <grossing.
1: laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't nodding my head. My my my, my arms are on my legs, and, and, and I was like rocking my leg like this, so it's just oh. it's moving my whole <laughs> <laughs> body. But I was I was waiting for him to come back. But yeah, he yeah, he. I mean, he he froze. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just did. I'm gonna just do him a favor and just and just <laughs> <laughs> and then he come back. <laughs> he looked crazy. Um. Um. So so okay. So what what I mean what 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 about y'all? What how how do y'all feel about just say all of the the, the I guess the 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 uh, joel Olsen, quero dollar t d Jake's level i and i'm not naming them specifically to say you have to criticize them i'm just saying that level of success as a pastor like you got a huge mega church um you know i'm sure they got jets whatever the case may be um even even the whole preachers of l a you know they kind of show a little bit of that mm-hmm. you know as far as like the money that um what's what's uh, uh noel Jones what is it Clarence, what's Clarence McClendon?
0: Yeah, uh, McClendon.
1: Yeah, like all the different ones, whatever. So like, I mean, Cain, I, what, I
0: think it's another one.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like what do yeah. what y'all, you know, even, I mean, even low key, yeah, I think we had a, a different, a, a better, I guess a closer view of, but like even Bishop Paul Morton, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he had a jet and I great school gospel paid for it, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, he, he's, but he's still rich. Off of you know, being uh just a minister or whatever. But what do y'all think? But
3: what's but is there in and, and I'm a play. I'm I a like play that you
2: God stopped me from talking. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just to, just yes. to sum it up, I don't think God would <laughs> stop me from saying that because all I was saying was being being prosperous doesn't mean you're wicked, all right. It's what yeah. you do with your prosperity. That's what makes you, yeah. you can. You yeah. can either use that to betterment the people, of your congregation, or you can use that to get a golf jet for yourself. You know.
3: But why can't yeah. you do both? Because I agree that because
2: because I it costs cost fifty-five million dollars. That's why. You said what? Because a jet costs about fifty-five million dollars. That's why.
3: Well, yes, but but, um, but I'm a, I was saying before you got back on that I'm a play a side that I don't know, I don't know really where I fall, but I'm going to play a side tonight. So, but my thing is, I agree with you when you say Joel Osteen should have, and I don't know the story, but I agree with you when you say he should have opened up his shirts to um, the community members, you said during the hurricane
2: um yeah the the victims it, of the hurricane that got displaced from their homes some of them were his own parishioners, and he wouldn't it he wouldn't I help agree. those people out
3: so but i guess my question- and i agree he should he should he most definitely should have allocated funds to open the church to provide food to provide shelters to provide safety for those people a thousand percent agree um but i wonder is it and I guess my question is. Is it wrong? So, because I was called to ministry, um, that now I can't live a luxurious luxurious lifestyle. I can't have um, the luxurious cars. I can't have a private jet. I can't have, you know, first class vacations in Bali or, you know, or whatever. Because I was called to ministry. So, that means that I have to live a life, a modest lifestyle. Um, I've, I've grown church the Lord has given me um a ministry that has continued to grow um where you know the the money that is brought in is able to you know help me have a luxurious lifestyle have a salary that has a luxurious lifestyle I'm I'm hundred percent for benevolence I think the church should get back to the community but does are pastors excluded from being able to live a life of luxury are
0: they
1: what do you think Janessa
0: So, I have several thoughts. I'm trying to sort them (laughs) through my head. Um, To answer your question, Kelly, I don't think that it's wrong necessarily for them to um, be denied luxurious things. Uh, Just for example, I mean, I don't know anybody like this, but I'm just saying say somebody just invested well and they Mm -hmm. have millions, like, has nothing to do with the church. No books from the church, no CDs, no, you know, like, that's just, they made a good business move, Mm -hmm. Um, and they made a big, uh, good business move. Um, I think where people sometimes get in trouble, because I think, you know, if it was any other person, any other job, we wouldn't be having this conversation, Mm -hmm. but I think what makes it a little tricky is when you have, you know, like you said, church members who, who are riding the bus but you rolling up in your Royals, Rolls oh i can't even say it
1: <laughs> Royals. we know Royce. what you Rolls Royce. Royals, Rolls Royce Rolls Rolls,
0: Rolls. Rolls, Rolls. <laughs> I can't even Royce. talk today mm-hmm. but that like you know you got, and you got people who are hungry and need and you know you're up here with your private uh chef or whatever so i think <laughs> Uh That's
1: Not the private chef. And I'm just laughing at private chef.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, Your (laughs) private, your private chef, your personal chef or whatever. So sometimes because I have these conversations with family members, like there are some pastors who are like stupid rich, but you would never know it. Mm -hmm. You would never know it. They don't post that they went to the Maldives. Mm -hmm. They don't post Mm -hmm. that they flew a, a private jet to get there. They don't, like, they don't post their house Christmas party. Like, they just don't do it. And I think the pastors that do do it, you know, get a lot of backlash about mm-hmm. it. And then people are like, well, where did the money come from? And did it mm-hmm. come from the church? And then it, it sometimes create like, creates this, I don't want to say unnecessary, but it just creates this whole thing that kind of tanks the church as a money grab or mm-hmm. a scam or church is a bit when did church become a seven figure business type of thing Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i'm trying to get my thoughts together because i have a Mm -hmm. lot (laughs) (laughs) like i i don't think you you're not allowed to have that lifestyle but i think there should be some responsibility on reading the room kind of sort of like Mm -hmm. when you have that lifestyle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like We're in a pandemic. This is not the time to be flaunting things that most people in the world are not privileged to. Mm -hmm. Like that's just not reading the room well.
2: Well Um, when is the when is the time to flaunt it?
1: I was gonna ask the same thing. I I was gonna ask should there should there ever be a time? No. I don't
0: I don't think I don't really think there should ever be a time to just be flaunting it all the time, but I think so, so, certain aspects of your life, you know, your members might see, they might see your car, but.
2: Well, see, that's the real, that's the real question. If, if you're a member of Joel Olstein's church, right. And you're, you're paying your tithes, you're paying your offering, you're paying, uh, you know, you're, you're planting your seed in the ground. And then you watch that church build a $20 million mansion or, or I'm sorry, a $20 million parsonage that, mm-hmm he doesn't have to pay any taxes on like at at what point like Kelly said earlier uh, you know uh, am I not allowed to be prosperous yes you are of course you are God wants you to be prosperous to an extent but at a certain point it becomes um, what's a good word for it? It, it it becomes kind of gross for people to watch you get to a certain level of success because all the church is 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 collaborative it's a collaborative of people that believe the same things and they're looking for faith they're looking for healing they're looking for community and being at the top is fine and being prosperous is fine but when you get to a point where it's so indulgent after a point Like, yeah, I I don't blame these people for being mad. I don't, uh, you know, imagine instead of having that $55 million jet, you just took, you know, regular coach flights or even first class for that matter. Imagine the difference you can make with that money in not only in your church, but in your community.
1: So let me ask you this. Is is it more or less, and this is a question for all of y'all, is it more or less um, that they have money or is it, Necessi- is it more pending to how they make it because, like Janessa said, let's just say, like, if you have a, a, a pastor who coincidentally or, or uh, yeah, coincidentally has a, 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 a mega church, but he also has millions of dollars, but he does not get a salary from the church, he does not just say, uh, Whatever, okay. like nothing, nothing comes from the ministry. Like any money that comes in, it just all goes towards the ministry, none goes to him, and he just has all his millions or whatever in just say real estate or whatever else, right?
2: Well, that's a different
1: oh, say right. So, color. you got that way. So, like, is with is that a, a, I guess, a yay or nay as opposed to the person who, let's just say, like, he is taking a, a salary from the church, but his salary grows as the church grows, like he's not, he's not getting a million dollars with 300 members. You know what I'm saying? He's getting a million dollars with 30,000. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Or whatever, I don't know. But so, or, and just say, then he also writes books. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, number one best-selling author, you know what I'm saying? That's not necessarily getting money from the church, but that's still just say profiting off of your, I guess knowledge or experience whatever the case may be so i guess or your,
0: your platform because would right. people buy your books if they didn't know you were exactly. pastor and such at this mega church
1: right yeah. or i mean and, and even With- and even one one last example can i'm gonna let you go ahead. and even to the degree of just like um just say like if you, if you if you make money from just traveling and, and preaching you know what i'm saying like if you're just kind of more on the evangelist side like you're not even really just holding down just the church but you just, you're traveling but you're getting but like this is your full time occupation, like you preach, you get paid with it like that, and because you have a draw, you know what I'm saying because I've I've been on both sides, I've preached and done comedy, and listen to me clearly, the the growth in both aspects is the exact same. You you want to preach or do comedy in front of the bigger audiences as possible to get exposure of your brand, so that you, you feel what I'm saying like that because that's that's how. When, and, and I've never reached necessarily this bit in, in either. But, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is like, that's like people, preachers will get underneath un, other preachers to help build their name. You know what I'm saying? As a comedian, you want to get on the road and open for a, a well-known comic so that your name can be attached to it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I'm, and so what I'm saying is like, there's a, there's, I think there's levels to why, a preacher can be successful. So I guess this long drawn out example is to ask Sean and Kelly, you can go like, I guess, what are the parameters that make it, I guess, right or wrong in the sense of you being a, a preacher and this is okay that you can live like this? Or if you're a preacher and you're doing this, then this is what makes it not okay. Kelly, go ahead. I'm sorry. I,
3: <laughs> I lost my thought. Um, Go ahead. Well, I, look, I
2: lost my thought. At, at what at what point did we lose the message? That's my only thing. Like, like, in the whole idea to be growing spiritually, not just yourself, but the people around you, at what point did success become something other than your, you know, converted count in heaven, you know? Like, at, at what point did we stop just being about... Now, I'm not saying that anybody's got to be a Buddhist monk and take a vow of poverty or something to that effect, or even a Catholic priest, for that matter, making $500 a week. I'm not saying that. But there, there does come a point where success through the church becomes kind of gross, you know? So you've you got to remember, everything, everything we do as a job is either a service or a product. Right, and that's but everything then, we do is a job. Is, he but a
1: answer, is a Let me ask you you're answering this: Let me ask you this: Let me ask you this: Can 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 there ever really be just say like a balance? Because even 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 in a company, right? Like the boss is sitting somewhere on an island, sipping you know sipping Hennessy, while right. his employees are making him money. You know what I'm saying? Like and and he's not he's not gonna just say take a and I'm not trying to say this is how a pastor should operate, what I'm saying, is, but he's not taking a hit because like one of his lowest level employees got, you know, fired and then can't pay their rent. Like that's that's never going to affect him where he's at. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And so is is that is, is that the, the separation because like the pastor is doing so well and the people are not that you no. feel like that's why he needs to just use his own personal money to to bring them no. to a even level?
2: Nope. The, the difference is, that person that you're talking about, they might be selling springs or screws or mattresses or whatever. But the difference is that when you work in a church, you're not selling that. You're selling faith. You're selling hope. You're selling community. That's, what, that's when it comes into it. And those things should be cheap. They should be cheap and they should be free for everybody. Faith should not have to depend on how much money you got. It's one thing that should be uh, the 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 unending well, you know. That's the the well you should always be able to go back to. And when when a church collects so much from its parishioners, and then again, I'm going to reference Joel Olstein, and then when the parishioners are in trouble, the church isn't there for them. That's a betrayal. It just is because that's why we built your temple so that it would be there when we all need it, one way or the other. Because we, remember, we don't need church where two or more are gathered, God will be. So technically he's here right now with us
1: more. So does, does it make it okay for the person who's who's not a preacher who's selling the self-help book? Because they're selling hope and, and all that stuff like that. And- that's, a,
2: that's a good point, man, that's a good point. But it, it really, uh, uh, nah, you know, you kind of got me on that one, man. You kind of got me there because they're they're selling the same thing, but I don't know. At least is, to me, and my is it opinion, under
0: the same umbrella as Jesus religion Christi- Christianity? Are they specifically doing that? Or are you just talking about someone saying? I mean, yeah,
1: because right? I mean, yeah, there's people who who write like devotionals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they well, don't they don't be- even devotionals.
2: You were right, just like regular self help books. You know, chicken uh, chicken soup for the soul. Are they taking advantage of people by? you know, selling millions of copies and whatnot. Well, I guess it just depends. Look, I'm not going to judge because that ain't my job. Somebody right. else will do that for me. But it it really, at the end of the day, it all depends on where your heart is. You know what I mean? That's are true. you doing this to make the world a better place? Mm-hmm. Or are you doing this to make the world a better place for you? That's real.
0: I was going to say, I wonder if these be these preachers, if they would still do what they do If they Mm. made a flat $75,000 a year with Joel Osteen, whoever, yeah, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, would they still do it? And would they still do it to the same, you know what I'm saying? Like traveling and Mm. pushing out books and pushing Mm. out conferences and Mm. doing like everything they're doing now. Would you do it? That's deep. No, I, don't they, I don't
2: know. No, they wouldn't. That's the thing. That it's like Rudy knows this. Just as another comedian, you get to a certain point in your career where you've got enough clout, and you start selling merch. You're not selling mm-hmm. merch, you know, for the good of your fans. You're selling <laughs> it to make extra money, and then, right. and that's what happens when you start selling your book and build your
1: so more people are wearing your name on their shirt or whatever like that. So more people see it. Yeah, that's yeah, it's,
2: right. But you don't sell those t-shirts you bought for $3 a piece for $20 because it's good for your right, right, you. Right, right, Because there's money to be made. Right, You know? Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of showing my cards here a little bit just because I don't, you know, I don't have a fascination with money. I'm a cheap man with, with cheap tastes. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I I just, I don't know, man. I always go back to the the love of money is the root of all evil. And it really is because i've seen it ruin a lot of good people for sure and take a lot of ethical people that i respected and watch them because all it takes is a, a few moments a few moments of like well maybe we'll bend this rule or maybe we'll justify this choice or we'll do this or change that next thing you know you've lost mm-hmm. i don't know it's well, just my opinion i could be wrong i probably am it happens all the time
1: no you're good go, go ahead kevin
3: how, why you it? I didn't
1: say. I didn't. What? Well, you when Janessa was talking, so I thought you. I thought you
2: had something. Thought, you haven't talked you in a while. Say something, Kelly.
3: I lose my thought quickly. I mean, I guess my question is this: Should pastors? Should the church pay a pastor's salary?
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Rudy, Janessa. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I, thought, yeah, I thought. I thought. Mean, I thought. <laughs> the right were, I mean, yeah, sure.
3: I don't. <laughs> Get a salary
1: from the church, right, Rudy? No, but my dad has also never pastored. And see, that's, I, I, that's tricky. I, I, I can't speak for him. So I can't say that. Just say like, if he had a, a just say a, a church, even just new beginning size in Atlanta, like, cause I, cause Bishop Morton didn't get like a, a, a salary, but people just always gave a love offer. And they had like a separate envelope. And if you just wanted to give to him, you just could type of thing. But he, I don't think he ever got like a, a, like, he was on, like, a payroll for him specifically. Um, but I'm saying, I think if my dad was in that type of position, I think he would probably take that route as opposed to, oh. like, actually, uh, um, you know, like, I guess, like, payroll, paycheck. But at the same time, I can't speak for him, but I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't know what he would do. He, but Kelly, he's never you, Kelly,
2: you you just inspired me. You just inspired me, Kelly. Absolutely. You did, because you did, I know exactly where you're going. And I, I think that there's a middle ground here. And uh, like, OK, so back when I was a kid, I was probably like seven, eight years old. Uh, my dad, they gave us a house and we we had a parsonage that was paid for by the church. It was owned by the church. We didn't own it, but we were allowed to stay there for free. Um, and he got 500 bucks a week. Now, this was back in the 80s when $500 a week was actually something. Uh, but that's what he got. He got a flat rate, 500 bucks a week. But on the other hand, on pastor appreciation day, uh, the whole church got together, collected money from all the people and they ended up buying him a Rolex and gave it to him for pastor appreciation day. Now he kept that Rolex. He wore every day, everywhere he went. He kept it for 25 years until eventually he gave it down to me. But here's the thing. It's not bad for him to have a Rolex, and it's not bad for the church to give him a Rolex. What's good about it is that they chose to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he didn't take their money, give himself a bonus, and then go out and buy a Rolex. So I guess it really all depends on what the circumstances of your situation are. Because if I'm on television talking seed faith and talking prosperity ministry, and then you send all your money in, and then I give myself a $50 million bonus and buy a jet. That's on me. Now I'm wicked. It's not the people that are. It's just power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely.
3: No, I agree. I mean, because... I, I- I struggle with, and maybe I don't want to show myself. I don't know. We went deep
2: <laughs> on this one, man. This is a real question, here.
3: <laughs> you're right. I think this was Janessa's question. but I don't, but,
2: but, um,
3: I, I don't know. It's, I, it's hard for me, because on one end, I mean, I do think that there's a point, I think, like Terry said, that it's excessive. Um, I do think that if you're salary your income that comes from the church outweighs um kind of what the church continues has to function um to give to other people then there's definitely something wrong in that but i I just feel like because i was called to ministry then i can't now if i have a 55 million dollar jet then we must be bringing in
0: (laughs) a lot money. lot money
3: like you know but I just, I just feel like that. That why do pastors have to live, you know, this modest lifestyle because they were called to the ministry because they were called to be pastors. We've talked a lot about how it's a twenty four seven job mm-hmm. um,
0: wow. that
3: you know there's there's I'll- not time to do anything else to make more money because we're doing they're doing this um, twenty four hours a day. I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It's hard for me, and I've never watched preacher, preachers. Cavilly. Whatever, it's called. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, I've never watched those shows. Like I said, I, I don't believe in prosperity preaching. Um, you know, and and give me your money so that I can get richer, and and I don't help the community. Well, no, no, no. Give me
2: your money so that God can bless you. That's my problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't. I don't. I don't believe in that, but. I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely a, a time where it's excessive, but well, I feel listen. like if my pastor drove up in a in a Benz, I'm not looking at him crazy because he got a. I mean,
2: a Benz you know I mean? is different from a Learjet. Like it's there's a big right. difference. I don't got a, I don't got a problem with a preacher having a Benz. A Benz is uh, okay. you know seven seventy grand. Uh, a Learjet's fifty million, but. I, I, get where, I get where I get where it. you're coming from, Kelly. Listen, my, I watched my father open his door to parishioners at midnight, two o'clock in the morning, just because they were in times of trouble. But like it's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not an easy profession, and there is a lot required. So much should be given. I got no problem with that whatsoever. But there is a point where it becomes derogatory to everybody else that's around you, because you know I, what I mean. So and, better, but. But I will say this, okay, because I I mean, I don't have much time left, but I'll say this with two scriptures, right? Those of you who are first in line on earth will be last in line in heaven. And if that's the case, then I wouldn't want to be Joel Olstein or Creflo Dollar when their life ends, because they're going to be pretty far down the end because they've taken a lot here on earth. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. I think that if you if you take up, you can you you can't serve two masters. Okay, you can either chase the dollar or you can chase the righteousness, but you can't chase them both.
1: But to, to Kelly's point, just because you have the dollar, that
2: means you chased it. No no there no there are different circumstances there. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that a, a, a you know a I don't know a Donald Trump Jr who's bi- like born into a billionaire family. Let me let me ask, you more, direct. Let me ask you more direct
1: question. Karen. Let me ask you more direct question. Do yep. you do you think any pre- preacher or pastor is allowed to be a millionaire from a, 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 at, like at minimum whether it's millionaire, multimillionaire, billionaire whatever. Do you think any preacher should be a millionaire, or you think they should all make less than that and whatever and whatever that money is was made should all be going to the I church say,
2: look anybody who gets called for the service can go it you can be Jeff Bezos, and if he wants to start a church, go ahead, but it just depends on where you got you know how you deal with it and what you do with it you know if you're if you're asking your church for money and you're a billionaire, then yeah, you're probably in the wrong. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but if you have a billion dollars, you have to spend $55,000 a day every day for 365 days a year for 51 years before you run out of money. So to ask somebody who works at Burger King to give you, you know, Ten percent of their paycheck every week, while you're sitting on a billion dollars, yeah, kind of gross in my opinion. But,
1: but but I'm saying, but okay, but so for one, I if I were you, I would I wouldn't try to pin that particular format on every preacher that you're naming because you don't necessarily know how. I'm, not, I'm, not. I'm saying, but you you're, you keep naming specific ones, and I don't know either. So I'm not necessarily correcting you, but you don't know if because to, to like I, I kind of find it hard to believe that. Like, like a, a one preacher is living simply off of everybody's tithe. You know what I'm saying? Because, because I, I mean, they're they they have big churches for a reason. So that money's coming from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They have right. they have other programs. They're able to help people in the church. Like they're spending money outside of just the pastor. And I know for a fact like nobody's bringing in that amount of tithe to to have a pastor with a fifty-five million dollar jet. You know what I'm saying? Not off of strictly. Tight. So to well, me, yeah, I feel
2: like here, here, here's my
1: my. Hold on a second, on second you go. So what I feel like to me, there has to be some, I guess, like business side to them in the sense of like, okay, yeah, yeah I may have, I may get this from the church, but then because this is my salary, and I right. still want to build generational wealth for my family, right? I can make an investment here, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like now, I do think if there is a a, a situation where 100 of the money is going to a pastor. And then he just, you know, balling out of control, and he's just pushing that agenda. Yeah, that's right. one thing. But I, I, I think we have to be careful. Just because somebody has millions of dollars, to 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 immediately say that one hundred percent of that is coming all from the church, you feel what I'm saying? Because well, no, no, no.
2: But that's where that. that's where we're missing each other. I'm not saying even if it doesn't come from the church, right? Even if it doesn't come from the church. If you're sitting on, I don't know, $50 million, right? And then you go in front of a group of parishioners and you say, hey, you got to give all you can. You got to give all you can so that the church can thrive. You got to give all you can. Now, while you're giving all you can, I'm going to go buy a jet. Yeah, but if you're asking, asking, it's hypocritical for you to tell people to, to give all they can to help their church when you're not willing to give all you can because you could ride in a Delta plane right next to me, no problem.
1: So you telling me? You are you telling me if you got if you got if you got five hundred billion dollars and you bought a jet yeah. and then for fifty five million and then gave the church hundred and fifty million, you telling me that
2: that that ain't no, that's that's per. But again, it all goes by circumstance and circumstance. Yeah, you're right. If you gave 150 million dollars to build a giant church and then bought a plane, I don't think anybody's going to argue. That's that's But
1: but there's people with big churches and jets, and I don't know how they got it. I'm not arguing that they they could be crooks. I'm not saying I don't know. I'm just saying. But to Kelly's point. Like I, I do think there's a balance. Like, like any anybody who's on top, it's very rare that the person on top is going to be the brokest or the more modest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, I'm like, they're, they're,
2: they're, warfare here. You no, know.
1: no, no. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, I feel like this is more, this is bigger than just a pastor thing. Because even with music artists, or whatever, like, I could be selling love through my music, but, but I'm the one making millions. You, you, that heart. This may or may not get you through your heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Like. It right. may be not, but I'm still going to sell it. You feel what I'm saying, like, well, I, I get
2: it, but what selling so what I'm saying, music like, and selling faith are two different things.
1: But I'm, no, but it's not though, because people sell gospel music, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all about the messaging. Like just because you do it through different forms, it's the same thing. So what I'm saying is like, just like what Janessa said, like not only pastors, but everybody has been catching flack for posting. Just say vacations or whatever during the pandemic because people are going through even harder times. But there were people going through hard times even when there wasn't a pandemic. You feel know what I'm saying? And so does that then make it okay to flaunt in front, you know, on Instagram, or whatever like that, in front of the people who are still struggling even once the pandemic is over? Or do or should we just always be modest? Like have the money, go to different places, but just be modest. Don't you, like whoever is around you, that's who sees it, but you're not necessarily going out your way to show it off, or should we, because like I said, once again, if we try to pin this on just a pastor thing, that's unfair, because there are human beings making millions of dollars, just like there's other human beings making millions of dollars, and and this has nothing to do with just going, giving back to the church. I'm saying, everybody as a whole, like everybody is making this money off of whatever it is that they're selling, and they're not, I mean, they may do like a, a, a book back giveaway, or a turkey drive, or whatever like that, but people ain't, People ain't investing another hundred fifty million, you know, not without trying to get a,
2: a tax yeah, right. Church, listen, churches are different. There's a reason why they don't pay taxes. It's, okay,
1: but I'm saying, but it's, it's it's not different because there's these, Jeff no, Bezos. It is that. different. It's Jeff Bezos be don't different. pay taxes. Jeff Bezos don't pay taxes. Neither is Donald Trump. You don't pay taxes because of how you set stuff up. The point I'm making is that no, you
2: don't pay taxes because it's legal not to pay taxes for church.
1: Churches are how it's set up. That's what I just said. But but the point that I'm making is, is that I just. I'm, I'm hanging on to what Kelly is saying in the sense of that balance. Like, I really feel like there has to be some level, there has to be some separation. Once again, I, I fully agree that, yes, if you are dogging your church out so that you personally can be rich, you know what I'm saying, go to hell in the handbasket, whatever. But I'm saying that just because you are a preacher and a millionaire, I don't think that automatically makes you a crook. You feel oh, what I'm
2: saying?
1: And, and I'm saying, especially even if you make, like I said, if you have millions of dollars in real estate and you don't give it back to the congregation, and the congregation just they make the money off the ties or whatever like that, I mean, does that necessarily mean so I, got, I can afford in my personal real estate money to buy a jet? But you're saying instead of do that for all the necessity traveling that I'm doing, I should give that that 55 million to out of my personal money to the church. And I'm not no, saying, that, that's, I'm I'm saying, saying that, that you are saying that that's
2: incorrect. I'm just saying that. I'm saying that if I see my pastor standing in front of a brand new Learjet that he's telling his congregation he just bought for $55 million, you better get that offering plate out of my face. That's what I'm saying. But, but that's
1: what I'm saying. But what if that offering plate is not going to him, though? That's, what I'm, that's my whole point.
2: Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. When you when you have somebody telling you that you should give all you can when you have small money and they got big money and they're not giving all they can, that's but I'm saying,
1: but if they're giving their ten percent, that's that, that, if you're tithing, that's just that's scripture. That's not I'm not talking not a tithing. I'm talking about that up. Offering.
2: There's two totally different things. Yeah,
1: but tithe and offering is both in the Bible as something you should do. Like, that's right. what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that that's not a, a preacher didn't make that up. If I'm, so I'm like, so if somebody, if somebody is saying like, "Yeah, give the ten percent and offering," if they're giving ten percent and offering from their millions of dollars, they're they're doing exactly what.
2: what not, not, and that's that's, that's I said that before. That was fine. If you got fifty million for a jet, and you buy got a 50 jet money in for your church, and as long as you do that, then you're fine in my. But, I'm saying,
1: but if they can do that and buy a jet, now you're you're pinning them on on the cross. No,
2: I said that's fine. I said as long as you can give back to your church the same thing that you're giving to yourself which is what you're supposed to be doing to start with you're supposed to give when you take up the service you're supposed to give everything you have my mother sold every possession she had to go minister in in Haiti when she was 20 be, years old I don't know so, the I, I mean look you when you when you take up that calling you're taking up that calling and you're supposed to give everything you got into it Do I think that you shouldn't be able to have a Mercedes? No. Do I think you shouldn't be able to have a jet? No. Have a jet if you want. But make sure your house is in order before that. And don't come to your parishioners asking for money if you could do it yourself and you just choose not to out of selfishness. That's it. God blesses you and the best thing you can do with that blessing is bless others. Can we agree on that? I mean, anybody else said anything? I'm, I'm...
3: <laughs> nope. I said my
2: point. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, okay, let me put it, let me put a finer point on it. You, you remember when uh, when they were doing that uh, pay it forward thing? Do you remember that? That whole like little social movement they were doing where, you know, you go through a drive through and you say, hey, I'm going to pay for my meal, but I also want to pay for the meal of the guy behind me. Right. All right. All right. Well, do you know that the longest stretch of that was 116 people? So 116 people in line at a Starbucks said, fine, thank you for paying for my coffee. I'm going to pay for the coffee behind me. And then the next person said, "Okay, well, I'll do it again and I'll pay for the coffee behind me and I'll pay for That's the the problem is that I can't stand the fact of the thought and it's I'm not saying this is anybody realistic. I'm just saying the thought of a minister being the one person that says, OK, thanks for the coffee and then just leave it without paying for the person behind them. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, right. But is what I'm if you saying, get though. blessed, you should bless others. That's what I'm saying. Going.
1: But what if they buy the, the coffee for the person behind them and a private jet? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what All I'm right, saying, I'm saying they, they didn't break the chain. <laughs> they 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 paid it forward. I for the private debt. That's I, what I'm I, saying.
2: And that's uh, look. I get it, and I'm not trying to be the heavy on this thing. I'm really not. But... I'm
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just challenging your point. I'm I don't I'm not saying this to to say that like I, this is my belief or whatever. All I'm saying is that but so if, if I if I do if I'm able to give that but then also be able to get this, am I a bad person? I no. clear, I'm clear. No, of no. I'm not I'm not just gonna
2: lump everybody in together. I'm right. saying okay. that gross negligence with your money is right. kind of like art, right? right? You can't you can't define it, but you know it when you see it. Gotcha. All right. This has been funny.
1: You you you. Huh? Your sound your sound's going out. I, I didn't hear you.
3: Yeah. The sound's going on. I I
1: changed. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. You, we can hear you. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, I would say I, I believe that the church has an obligation to help its community, for sure. I do not think that most um, or even half of the money. That the church brings in should go to the pastor, Um, but I feel like that. I also feel like that there's a big, there's a bit of um, excessiveness that can come along. But I also feel like that pastors can live a luxurious life as well, and they should be able to, Um, because they're called to ministry. Doesn't mean that they have to. I think I said it. You know, they. I mean, that I got to drive you know, a 1985 Honda because they last for 30 years, you know, for the rest of my life.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. no, like they work 24 seven, they work hard. I have a question uh, for you, Kelly, about that. So I think, well, this, this is not go for all pastors, but from my understanding, like the higher you get, like the big, the bigger your church gets, um, some pastors aren't as hands on as they were when their church was smaller. So like instead of them going to do the funerals, the weddings, the graduations, they send an associate minister. Yeah. And so, you know, some people the, the bigger their church gets, like their responsibilities are condensed down to yeah. just preaching. Yeah. Or, you know, preaching and traveling. Well, they're And I'm not saying that they shouldn't you know be paid for their uh service or whatever but sometimes i struggle with that cuz i'm like you're i'm not saying you're doing less work but
2: I see- no you're doing less work <laughs> you were right
0: <laughs> you kind of are doing less work but you're getting a higher pay sometimes and then like i was looking recently at like uh uh Preacher that I really liked. I was looking at a conference going to, you know, going to one of their conferences. And I was like, man, I remember 10 years ago, like this conference was $50, but now it's like $350 to go see this person. Um, but just what are your thoughts on that that aspect about doing less but still getting paid more, I guess? So
3: um,
0: so I have two separate thoughts. On one
3: end, I see if that pastor was the person who and I don't even talk about pastors, so let's talk about um, just a a job, a business or something in general. So there's usually one person that has started it from the ground um, and has raised it to the point where they can do less work. Like there was a lot of work that I had to put in in the beginning um, Mm -hmm. when I wasn't making any money um, Mm -hmm. to get where I am now, um, where I can delegate a little, you know, a little more, that's it, to the associate mm-hmm. pastors and the associate, you know, to do these type of things. You know, I, I do know pastors that only do weddings and funerals for people who, you know, they're super close with. They're just no longer mm-hmm. doing it for everywhere. One in the church. Where 15 years okay. ago, they did. Because they could not yeah. afford to have get ministers on, on staff. Um, and so, I don't know. I feel on one end. That if you have a mega church, then somewhere in there, that God has gifted you um, with the ability to do that, um, and so the I feel like, like I said, so I so I see it. I see it both ways. I, I mean, I see. I can understand because I think sometimes the church gets so big that the pastor just can't. Yeah, like it I, can't. You know, that is it. You know, it
0: can't.
3: Fifty-two Saturdays, you know, in a year, mm-hmm. Like, I got 10,000 members, it's, you know, 3,000, yeah. y'all can get married, like I can't marry all of you, you know, and so I, I guess I understand that progression where this person put in the work from the beginning, you know, mm. they were here when they weren't making a salary at all, and at this point, you know, they're making this amount of money. Now, let me say this, to my knowledge, the Lees ain't millionaires. Um, <laughs> unless
2: well, a time, time and money are two different things. <laughs> Time, time and money and are mean, two different things. You you get successful enough, you run out of time, but time and money, two different things.
3: Right. Um so 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 I so I understand that. I understand that progression in ministry that there's a point where I just can't, you know, but I feel like that it was the Lord that took my, you know, ten members to ten thousand members. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the Lord isn't and, and I'm not even familiar with all of the mega pastors in, in Georgia and California. You know, I'm not, but I'm assuming they got a good word or somewhere somewhere that the Lord has blessed them to be able to make the church. And we know a whole lot of itty bitty churches is not moving anywhere. Y'all got the same ten members that y'all had ten years. Ago, you know, and so so I'm so I'm okay with that. Um, and I don't know if it's, a, and I don't know how my family's church does it. Like, do, do my my uncle and my father get a percentage, you know, of what they bring in every year? Do they right. have just a set salary, just kind of based on last year's budget or five years ago's? But I have no idea how they do it. I don't know how much my my father makes. I don't know. Um, but but I but to your question, and I've had like three glasses of wine now because I hadn't had wine in a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you oh, boo? <laughs> you um, did. You did. It's been a I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like no, said, I, I do understand that I just kind of go back and forth with it, especially, you know, being on the PK side, I do see the work that pastors do obviously. We all have seen it. Um so it's like you have there's a greater understanding um just from our perspective. But then, mm-hmm. at the same time, when we have these conversations, or I have these conversations with just regular people who aren't pastors or who might not even be in the church at all, just kind of an outsider looking mm-hmm. in, you know, they have very strong opinions about this whole topic. Um,
2: so I, I mean, just, there's, I there's look, there's always going to be haters.
0: There's, there's always be.
2: like Kelly said, somebody might somebody might give you the stink eye for driving a Mercedes, and that ain't that big a deal. But right, there's always going to be the haters, but at some point it's on you.
3: Right. And I, and I don't think that the pastor's salary should outweigh again what the church brings in and they should get majority of the salary, um, a majority of the money. But I think, and I definitely think there's a balance. I definitely think there's a place where it's excessive. Um, but i feel like and 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 i agree with terry's point on you know you're asking me to sacrificially give for you know whatever um and you just you know showed on instagram that you bought a 50, 55 million dollar jet then i may have an issue with that because i'm struggling giving you 55 dollars, and you can but you know i i get that in too um so i don't know it's a it's a balance but i just i think my point is i just think it's unfair for people to feel like pastors can't have a certain level of finances because they're pastors. Um right. but I think there is a point where it becomes greedy and gross and disgusting, as Terry said.
2: Yeah, I mean All right. but I but well, I I, 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 I gotta get going, guys. Uh, you know, I got my company just showed up, so I gotta get going. But uh but this we was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, lot, it right? yeah,
1: yeah no, no, no. Do you think? Do you think? Bro? No,
2: no. But there was there was a lot of good things. Rudy, you made a great point about the uh, about the self help books and whatnot. Like that really got me to thinking. I'm think on that for a while now. So, and uh, Kelly, I know we kind of got into it a little bit, but get you another glass of wine, girl. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Do it?
3: because I had a glass of wine. I don't even. Hey, room, I'm
2: into it. I'm right here with you. I'm fine. All right.
3: I, we got into All right.
2: it. <laughs> All right, Janessa's the Puritan. All right, guys, this was fun though. Uh, Bye. Um, what I
1: was gonna, what I was gonna say was, um, I guess if y'all don't have anything else, we can wrap it here. the 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 real issue um, with just say a pastor doing better than the congregation, like I, I feel like if you have a, a mega church or a big enough church, like it's, it's inevitable. Cause like you said, especially uh, like you said, Kelly, like if you, if you were there when it was just say in your living room and then you built it up to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like a business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, Amazon starting it's, it's, you know, it's somebody's garage and now you can get packages the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they got whatever. So, you know, it's, it's a, I don't I don't I don't know if church should be ran like a business, whatever the case may be. But I feel like it's hard to do to to ever just say be in contact with money and some type of business format or strategy isn't there to even if it's not not, even if it's not for yourself personally, but to even grow the church or whatever the case may be. And I I do feel like especially if you are getting a salary from church or getting anything, whether it's uh, people just giving you offerings or whatever. The, the more members you have, I feel like it's inevitable that your income is going to grow. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and I think that because they
0: could, they could cap your income, like you could just, they could say, you what know, I'm,
1: what I'm saying, but even if you, even if you use your brand or the popularity that you built to just do outside things, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. general, like it's, it's going to grow. So I'm saying like, I feel like what's, what's really hurting the or, or or making that gap between the preacher and the the members uh or, or even not all members but just say the ones that are struggling it's 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 because when we go to church like we're getting our spirits fed and we think that that should reflect the natural and it doesn't always because like realistically like if you if you went to church and you learned how to invest money? You know what I'm saying? Or you learn how to just say, you know, do something that could get you money or get you generational wealth. Then you people in the in the congregation wouldn't be struggling as much. But we're we're taught to praise our way through. You know what I'm saying? Our struggling finances and there's a lot of people who just praise their way. You know what I'm saying? Into just trying to be happy enough to deal with whatever their situation is. As opposed to there's actually a tangible route where you can make a shift in your actual life and then things will be different. You having health problems, there's a shift you can make to make your health better. You know what I'm saying? But we're not getting that at church. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to say that I I was at church teaching aerobics, because I wasn't. Like I was I was preaching, you know what I'm saying? This I was I was but because that's what you come for. You get you're getting the spiritual fed, but we're also having the expectation that it should because my spirit is fed my health is gonna be good or my whatever case may be but like no like if there's there's people who preach in and, and gospel singing everything like that who have bad health because they don't you know they don't take care of themselves you feel know what I'm saying so it's a I, I think in my opinion and i don't know if this will ever happen but if there was more of a teaching on okay this is my problem okay this is how you fix it as opposed to well, if, if you sow this seed, it'll be fixed. Cause yeah. I, I believe I still tithe now. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I tithe and God has always blessed me for it. So I don't, I don't not tithing, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, once again, like I said, I've never been in the $200 line, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and probably cause I just even didn't even have it, but, um, I guess, like I said, the point I'm making is like, we're, we're, I think we're expecting more than what it, than we're actually getting from church. And and it's not that church is necessarily short because if your spirit is getting fed, that's what you're supposed to get. But that doesn't necessarily translate to your finances. You feel what I'm saying? like, And I'm not taking away from that. God can't do a miracle or whatever like that. But like that pastor who's doing well. Like, and that's why I made the point. I guarantee you he's not just 100 percent living off of type. You know, what I'm saying from the church, because. it's not that much coming in for him to live off the 10% and then the church be as big as it is and whatever else the case may be like he's, he's definitely reinvested and made a business move in his personal life. That's allowed that to then grow. And what I'm saying is the people in the congregation don't have that knowledge. And so they just keep going to their nine to five, expecting their life to eventually look like the pastor who made the business move. And it's not going to equate if that makes
0: sense.
3: Is it wrong for for pastors to be um, a brand to, to, because I've reached this point where I'm a mega, I have a mega church, you know, and so I can sell daily devotionals or books or whatever under my name because I'm, is that, is that
1: wrong? I, I, I will Janessa, I don't know if you had an answer, but I'll give my, my quick two cents. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, start by saying, I don't know, but I will say this. My, my most concrete answer would be, I just think it's your heart's intention. Like, cause I do feel like God gives us gifts so that you can, you know, you can use them to bless people. And then as a result, like you can make finances or, or get opportunities or make connections, or whatever. Like I do think that your gifts can make room for you in that sense, uh, but at the same time, I feel like if, if 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 God is, it literally was like, "Yo, write this and put it out." You know what I'm saying? I, and you can and we can't judge that because we don't know anybody's personal life. But I feel like if God instructed you to do it and then you did it, then I feel like whatever reward God blesses you for that, you, you deserve. If you are like, "Yo, shit, looking rough," you know what I'm saying? Let me. Let me give these people something good real quick. Then I feel like, okay, you a dirtbag. I feel like that.
0: I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. What you said, Rudy, like I go back and forth with it. Um, but I think, like you said, is is your heart in the right place? And mm-hmm. then, you know, if God does bless you financially, are you doing, you know, what are you doing with what God blesses you with? Are you mm-hmm. keeping it for yourself? And, you know, like. I don't know something else that i kind of struggle with also is in that same vein i know some people i know actually of a past couple pastors right now where everything they do is monetized the daily devotional is monetized Mm -hmm. the couples retreat is monetized Mm -hmm. the um mentorship program is monetized like Mm -hmm. everything they do literally is a price tag on it Mm -hmm. and you know, I'm not the one to say that God didn't say for them to do that or not, but I I don't know, I kind of struggle with it because I'm like, if that person goes to y'all's church or your ministry, are you saying that the only way you're gonna get leadership or guidance or spiritual leadership from that person is if you spend money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like that doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. So Mm, I don't. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know.
3: That is that you. You know, there's there's definitely things that are um free, um and don't cost anything, and then the things that may cost. You know, you may pay for. You know, if you're going to the women's conference and there's, you know, a book available, you know, a book, Mm -hmm. you know, that you have, you know, that you pay for those things. But Mm. any of those things, money shouldn't go back to. Definitely not the pastor, because I don't have nothing mm. to do with him um, or her. Um, right. You know, but if you're paying for materials or the space or, you know, something like that. Um, but I definitely feel like there should be free resources for the church. For sure. What about I,
1: even, I know we kind of like prolonging this conversation, but it's really deep. What yeah. What about even like like selling you know dvds and tapes and whatever like of sermons you know whether it's after service or at a conference whatever like that like you know what i'm saying Cause, I mean, like i because i i i get it in the sense of like okay there could be somebody who missed it you know like oh i ain't go to i ain't go to first service girl i heard he preached such church you know what i'm saying so i want to get the first service or it could just be you know i don't know it's very tricky like it is it's true
3: I mean, I think back in the so now I think in the virtual world you can kind of get sermons. It's easy to kind of get sermons Mm. later. Everybody on YouTube, you know, and so it's easy. But I think back in the day when you had to put it on a CD, when you had to put it on a cassette, like those things took time and energy, you know, Mm. and and there was a cost to the cassette. There was a cost to the CD. There was a cost to you know the little thing that you put it in, like Mm. the, the church not absorb all of those costs like the church is on some end i don't call it a business but the church has to pay the electricity bill the church has mm-hmm. to pay the water bill the church has to pay the building bill you know like right
1: but, the, but what about the person who says, what why do they have to make the tapes and stuff
3: because like you said, I mean, if somebody missed it, if somebody wants to hear it again, I think now we're in a space where you can upload it to YouTube it's easily accessible. For sure. I think For sure. in the day this wasn't the case. And so if the preacher preached a good word, there are sermons that I've heard more than once, you know, because the sure. word spoke to me so that I wanted to hear it again. I don't think you deny people that right. But I think you also have to understand that that cost.
0: Um, I'm saying, but okay,
1: but okay, but what, but what about like, okay, but what about like in the sense of like, because there's, there's, there's certain people have sold like outside of their church, like we ain't talking about like, oh, just the members they can go to the vestibule and get a, a tape. We talking about like mm-hmm. they selling at conferences, like this is almost like you know they taking it on the road with them, like when they go preach somewhere and they selling, you know, like we, I, I, I'm not calling names, but we, I've had we've had preachers come to our church and then like they selling a shirt that say this on it you know what i'm saying or whatever the case may be like it's almost like merch you feel what i'm saying and and it's it it stands for a message and whatever the case may be and everybody buy it because they i mean they preach the church down like i mean they tore it up you know what i'm saying but but and and i i i don't know so i'm not jumping to one conclusion or other but it's kind of like i i get where people's question of is did this just genuinely happen god said yo make these shirts so people can believe in this and you just and god bless you to preach a good message that convinced people to, you know, that persuaded people to buy a lot of shirts, or was this all a part of the plan? Because I've been on both sides of, of church. I've been just member spectator, just watching, and I've been on this side, and I've and I and I've seen people use their gifts to their advantage, <laughs> whether it was prophecy, whether it was preaching, whether it was anything. You feel what I'm saying? And so it's, sure. it's that's why that's why it's tough. Go ahead. I'm sorry. For sure, and I
3: think it goes back to kind of where where your heart is. Um, right. in, in why you're doing it Are you doing it just to make a profit for yourself To have more money Are you really doing it because the Lord told you to Because my father has written a book My father mm-hmm. has um, CDs And tapes and you know mm-hmm. On youth ministry You know I think it's unfair Um, You know for my father to be And I'm not tooting his horn but you know Other people have said it you know that my father Is one of the best youth pastors there is For him to, to keep all of that To himself Mm-hmm. You know, so why not write a book? Why not mm-hmm. do he got that cassette tapes in CDs which I'm trying to move them <laughs> right, into the right time, you know? But but why not share those things with other people? Um but also knowing that it costs to publish a book. It costs to print a book. So he can't just go out and have you know and and have a thousand books and just throw them out to everyone because that mm-hmm. cost. You know, mm-hmm. it, it Cost to make, you know, an eight CD cassette tape series, you know, um, those things cost. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that I, I, I can, I, you know, that I think preachers, you know, to Terry's point earlier, Sunday services is, is free, you know, Bible studies free, small groups are free, mm-hmm. study group mm-hmm. free, all the church twenty four seven for prayer, mm-hmm. you know, but then there's things that it costs, and I think. People don't understand too that the the money to run the church <laughs> um, that you go to every Sunday and Thursday night mm-hmm. that's a pill. Like, oh yeah, like you gotta pay for that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah yeah.
3: And I think people forget that. Like you you gotta pay for that. Right. Um, that money just don't fall out of heaven from from Jesus. Go get right. you know every month. And so I think even when churches talk about targets, hey, we need to bring in, you know, $20,000 of, uh, you know, this week or a week for tithes and offering, it's because mm-hmm. it, I can't pay the light bill. <laughs> right.
1: Right, right, right.
3: So I, I think that people have to remember all of that too, that it's not all going, you know, to the pastor. You know, right. and I do think that the pastor is gifted and talented, just like Tasha Cobb's get paid every time she goes and she sings yeah. somewhere. And that's yeah. a gift, you know. The pastors should too. Again, I think there's an area where it becomes gross and disgusting, but right. I also feel like,
1: um, like I said, that, that they deserve a little. Right, and like, said, once again, it, it goes down to your heart because mm-hmm. I feel I literally feel equal about how people feel about it with pastors. I feel that same way when it comes down to music artists or authors or anything else. Like, All right. If, you, if you're using your gift to just say woo me in some type of way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, whether it's entertainment, whether it's emotion, because, like I said, Tasha Cobb, people paying to see her in concert, that's just as fair, like, I mean, like or the other way around, just say, like, somebody going to see, you know, just say Cardi B in concert and paying to see her, that's just as fair mm-hmm. as Tasha Cobb getting paid to go see her. Is Even because Granted, you—it's two different experiences. Like Cardi B going to make you want to dance a certain way, uh, Tosh is going to make you want to worship. But like their gift, just say allows that experience to happen, and so you—you—that's how they, you know, what I'm saying they—they they get compensated for that. And I don't. And granted, yes, it's—it's it's this whole spiritual thing, whatever, like that. But once again, I feel like if that's a genuine thing that you're doing, you're like, yo, I'm a gospel singer. You know what I'm saying? And and, and God has giving you music to put out to give to people, then I, I feel like you have no choice but to reap the benefits of of of, of what God gave you. But if there is any type of because like I said, I, I know people personally who have used their gifts for, you know what I'm saying, their own, you know, personal whatever. Right. Um, and you know, and I and I feel like that's where it becomes wrong, but it's it's just hard just say from the naked eye to be able to tell the difference. 'Cause you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, you have to just either it's kinda almost like the homeless dude, you know, at, at the at the red light, like you don't know what he's gonna do with this dollar if you give it to him. You right. know what I'm saying? It's just kinda like I I am gonna give it to him, I'm gonna not. You know what I'm saying? What do right. you do with it? That's just what he do with right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so. I feel like
3: for the people who are giving to these mega churches where you somebody is giving to the to the pastors who have these medical churches that are misusing and mishandling the money um mm. for the good. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> you know, but like right. you said, I think the knowing, knowing their heart, knowing the ministry, trusting, you know, that the pastor is going to do what's right with the money. I think some pastors have been out it, you know, and so you kind of see, um, yeah. where they're going and what they're doing, you know, but I think it's, like I said, it's about knowing, knowing their heart, um, Right. right. Um,
1: so. And just So just for the record, I thought of a, a, something I want to talk about next week since it's, I think it's technically my turn. And it stemmed from something that one of y'all said, but oh, I think it was Janessa talking about like the church conference or whatever like that. Because listen, you talking about PK or not, just being a church kid and going to conferences I, or even just say like, like overnight lock-ins and stuff like that. Like I don't think these adults really realized, like they were trying to help bringing us to these things but they were hurting, cause like when I tell you, it was it was stuff going on.
0: Okay, stuff going down. <laughs> <I'm laughs> on the bus at the church and the hotel rooms. Right. What What you say, I'm uh, uh Kelly?
3: Conversation because as my father, as, as my father being you, pastor, all of the youth were perfect, and there was nothing going on under my father's <laughs> watch. So I am going to excuse myself for that conversation. Okay. So uh,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> We got you. That is what. We 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 will uh we'll change names to protect the innocent. <laughs> 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 the okay.
3: right. You make yeah, it right.
1: helpless to names. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's somebody else's church. It's it's not not it's not <laughs> yours. Somebody else's church. <laughs> But uh, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. It's, so that, I I thought about that, and I, and I almost brought it up, but I was like, nah, that ain't got nothing to we talking about. I'm gonna just stick with this topic, but we definitely need to talk about that because that's a thing. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, do you, either you young ladies have anything to uh you want to promote or plug, or you know tell the people about yourself or something.
0: No, not yet. Working on something, but not not ready to speak on it yet. Gotcha. gotcha. Working on
3: something.
1: Nope. Thought it was a great conversation. Thanks, Janessa, for the, I for the question. Um, yeah, that, was, um, that was that, was, that was topic. That was, that, was, that was juicy. I kept, I kept, I kept thinking I was taking too much, but then y'all kept asking questions. I was like, okay, so I'm not on the person into this. Like, I-
0: <laughs> no, this is something. This is something like I really think about all the time, or not like consuming all the time, but you know, like yeah. it, it just comes up a lot, mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. get exposed hmm Then then mm. Right. I got you.
3: So I want to say to all of our um listeners, I don't know how many we have, um, but I do not subscribe to these hour and thirty-seven minute <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> we have gone double time today, but I hope you all enjoyed the conversation. And if you still yeah. with us at this point in it, thank you. I'm
1: telling you, I'm telling you. No, huh? no, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Now I said to Miss
1: Larnell and Risa, our consistent listeners. Right, 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 right. right.
0: <laughs> we appreciate you.
1: Yeah, they still gonna be here by this part of it. Yeah, they they'll still be there. Anybody else new? They may have shut us up a long time ago. <laughs> okay, enough, enough. Um, but follow us at uh, the worst ones PK on uh, on Instagram. Um and uh and finally uh, also on youtube you, can, you know type in the worst Ones uh podcast and um yeah man check us out as far as uh, as well as on uh, spotify apple podcasts uh pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts except i think like iheart or something like that but you you get it all right um check us out every single week man and uh yeah man we got some more dope conversations coming your way uh, the doors of the church are now open anybody who wants to give their life to christ just uh write it in the comments we'll have have kelly lee uh contact you personally she'll pray with you
0: Okay. <laughs> if you made
3: it this far in the podcast. I will call you personally, <laughs>
0: <will> Kelly. <keep> <laughs> what, Kelly?
1: If you made she'll it let far, you follow her on Instagram,
0: right? right? I <laughs> follow her, but she'll follow you.
3: If you have <laughs> made it this <too. laughs>
1: far, all right, y'all. We out.